Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Woody Banter Book Club podcast, the first episode of the new year. First one of the year. All right. Yep. All right. Here is uh, our first book of the year. It's Normal People by Miss Sally Rooney. Yeah. Um, I. That's Maddie, by the way. I'm oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 In case you. Yeah. Forgot. In case you've forgotten. you're new. Yep. I'm Maddie. This is Courtney, and today. We'll be reviewing Normal People. Normal People by Sally Rooney. Ugh. Okay. Rough Me. way to start the year, to be honest. It's yeah. a good book. But it's rough. It's rough. Okay. Hey guys, why did we like this book so much? Because um, like I'm one of those people, I liked it a lot, mm-hmm. but I don't understand why because I'm yeah. freaking pissed. <laughs> sadomasochism i guess i guess so um i don't well i don't we like movies that don't have happy endings sometimes yeah the girl and the dying girl that's very very much gives that nobody yeah. dies but no like, no no do you know what this book reminds me of it reminds me of people we meet on vacation okay like it, it's very yeah. it very reminds me a lot of that book just with the not a happy ending yeah. Yeah. Like if they if the third act breakup stayed a third act yeah. breakup. <laughs> God, they're just Marianne and Connell. They're all over the place. They really My... are. Okay. Gosh. Um, it is the first episode of the year, so I guess we're in the next episodes we're doing are the Hunger Games, so they're not mm-hmm. like our regular episodes. So do you want to do this one or should I do this one? You do this one. Okay. Okay. All right. So normal. Pe- Oh my gosh. Normal People takes place in Ireland. We have two characters who are trying the best that they can to avoid being in love with one, one another, but they just can't stop. Uh, we have Marianne yeah. and Connell, and they are two... When we meet them originally, initially in this book, they are in high school mm-hmm. still. Connell is very popular. He plays football, um, a.k.a. Soccer. soccer, and he is just kind of, like, really well-liked around. Marianne, on the other hand, is not. She's kind of shy. She's um, like, nobody likes her, really. Yeah, nobody likes Marianne. They're like, she's ugly. Look at her stupid bangs and her ugly shoes. <laughs> They talk about how ugly her shoes are like eight times yeah. in this book. I'm like, leave the girl's kicks alone. My yes. God. She's also like, she doesn't fit in with everybody else because she's pretty rich compared to everybody else in the town, yeah. which is mostly a working class town. And she's very cold. She doesn't really talk to anybody because nobody likes her. And things just for Marianne are not, they're not great. They're not great. But she and Connell have a relationship of sorts. It's first introduced to each other. They're introduced to each other in school, but more personally introduced by uh, Connell's mom, Lorraine, who is the cleaner for Marianne's family. Now, this is an important detail because it does contribute a lot to the way that they assume the other views the other person mm-hmm. throughout this entire book. Because of their socioeconomic status. Yes. Oh, hello, Tank. Look at him. He's, he really liked this book, too. Uh-huh. N- no, no. Mando did not like this book. Mando has destroyed jumped and cover. destroyed the cover of this book. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, they're... 
Connell and Marianne, they enter into like this relationship, like a friends with benefits sort of situation kind of. within the first eight pages of this book. And it's just an on again, off again relationship for the next Ugh. three years. Yeah, they support and torment each other in equal measure. It's just Yep. They, yeah. I and they go they they go off graduate high school go off into college there's some complications there social dynamics change Mm -hmm. Uh, and i'll say this connell to some extent is that guy who was like really hot in high school who like was on the football team and then just was just didn't do a whole lot when yeah well not that he didn't do a lot he's just you know like that's when they peaked those glory days it's very much kind of who connell is Mm mm-hmm but I don't think he, like, really resents Marianne for, like... I don't think that he resents Marianne. I don't think Marianne resents him. It's just, these two do, like, and I know this is, like, the epitome of every Sally Rooney book because every review I've ever seen has said this. But it's so true. Like, they just don't know how to communicate. Yeah, I, like, I don't want to... They're, they're kind of toxic in some ways mm-hmm. and, and not in others. I don't know. Like, really, they have... A strong foundation for like a good friendship but I think that they like cross the physical line and like they have feelings for each mm-hmm. other and like once you do that I don't think you can undo it mm-hmm. but like I don't know they, they also both act questionably in their relationships around each other so yeah it's I will say this book's probably gonna sc- like score really high on realism right for sure but like if you're looking for like a happy-go-lucky romance, like this is not Hallmarky. I guess we'll have to get into the rest of it when we get into like the, the plot and the pillars. But that's kind of the, the general gist. They're just both like w- normal people. Just uh-huh. yeah. But like literally, it's it, there's nothing like too extravagant happening in their lives. It's just kind of like a story of ships passing in the night. I think mm-hmm. um, something that could have been great that's been tainted by like different experiences or circumstances so it's a it's a good read it's a little bit of a tough read but yeah yeah. um okay so then let's talk about let's first talk about whether we'd recommend this book to somebody under the age of 18 then we'll talk about if we recommend this to a fellow reader in general and then we'll move on to our four pillars which are the character development the realism the woody banter and I feel like smut doesn't really fit in with here, so we can do chemistry. Okay. Yeah, that works. Yeah. Okay. I ugh, I would not recommend this to an underage person. Mm-hmm. I think there's just, like, a lot of really serious undertones to this book. And, like, there's... I will say it is a good depiction of, like, some adult relationships. It's not, like, a positive model, per mm-hmm. se, though. And, like... I don't know, there's, like I said, there's a lot of serious undertones, like mental illness, abuse, um, there is a sexual element too, it's, it maybe isn't as in your face as like Mm -hmm. a lot of the stuff that we read, but I don't think this is a perfect, I also just don't think like a teenager would like appreciate the value of this story, whereas like an adult would, you know? I don't think a teenager would get it. Yeah, yeah, they, like the gravity or mm-hmm. like the realism behind it. I think it would just kind of be lost on them. And it would probably be pretty boring, honestly, yeah. to like a, a young, a very young adult. But um, yeah, I don't think, personally, I know my sisters would probably not like this book. So yeah, 
I would probably not recommend this to somebody under the age of 18 just because I just don't think they would get it mostly yeah. there there I mean there is a sexual element to it and they like are it's not like smut descriptive but it is pretty descriptive of what's going on um so for that I also wouldn't recommend it to somebody under the age of 18 but mostly because I just don't think somebody under the age of 18 will get it I don't actually think most people under the age of like well it depends on like when you mature Mm -hmm. but I just don't think that if you're not at the age of maturity that you're not going to yeah really understand I think for, like, people who are, like, out of university and stuff. Like, if you have, if you're a salaried employee, you will enjoy this book. Yeah. Maybe even a little older, but. If you're a salary employee and you had, like, an on-again, off-again relationship at some point in your life, or you had, like, a really, trim, like, term, termula, tumultuous, 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 whatever. <laughs> if you had one of those kinds of relationships in high school, um... Or actually, you know, just like any relationship yeah. that you've ever had and it's ended regardless of what, what happened or whose fault or who's at who broke up with who or whatever. Like, I think that you probably get a lot of value yeah. out of this. But like, it's one of those things where you don't appreciate the relationships you had when you were in high school until you're older. So like, well, like, you know what I mean? Like you like... You no, don't was, understand, like, the brevity yeah. of, like, those relationships. Like, for yeah. you, you have, like, you realize some of the things that happened in your relationships when you were younger weren't great. Mm-hmm. For me, it, it there's, like, definitely some relationships that I look back and I'm like, that was really awful. But there's yeah. other that I'm like, you know what, that actually was a pretty good relationship. And I'm retrospective. That's a good relationship to have had as, like, a child. Um, yeah. But, yeah. yeah. You just have to have the ability for, like, introspection and to, like, understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, like, I don't know, I feel like happy-go-lucky stuff, it's not for you. Yeah. But it's not saying it's, that somebody under the age of 18, like, definitely won't understand this book. I just don't think, I think that this story is probably most impactful when you're 25. Yeah, 25, <laughs> late 20s, yeah. 30s type vibe. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, oh, General, generally, though, would you recommend this book to, like, just a fellow reader? Uh, yeah, again, maybe not, like, my friends who are, like, super heavily romance-based, like, I don't know, I have a few friends who read who I think would really like this, and Maddie and I were discussing this, her dad, <laughs> make yeah. her dad read it. <laughs> I think my dad would like it, and, oh, but I feel, sure I feel would. weird recommending this book to him, because, like, I recommended he read Daisy Jones, and he really liked that book, but I'm worried that this one is just, like, a little too... Well, maybe then I can recommend it. Maybe. Because then it's not as weird. It's still kind of weird. <laughs> he would like it, though. Her yeah. dad likes stuff that, like, doesn't have happy endings. Yeah. He's a little bit of a pessimist. Which is funny, because he's just not. I know. But, like, he just <laughs> likes those stories. Um, But, yeah, I think, honestly, even I think I would have my mom read this. I don't know that it would be, like, her favorite book. Mm-hmm. But, like... I don't know, she's not super into, like, the smutty stuff that we read. Right. And, like, fantasy's kind of hard for her to get into. This is, plus, honestly, you know, this book is pretty short. We I mean, chose it specifically because yeah. it's short. There's a, it packs a punch. Like, there's a lot in these pages. But mm-hmm. in terms of, like, time commitment and stuff like that, it's really not, it's not even 300 pages long. So. Yeah. How about um, you? 
yeah, I'd recommend this to somebody else. I think it just would depend on the type of books, like you said, that the person yeah. likes to read. Um, but I think it was pretty good, uh, and I liked it enough to recommend it to people. So, yeah, I mean, that being said, like I mostly enjoy reading romance books, but I still enjoyed this one. Yeah, I guess. Well, I don't know if enjoyed is the right word. I felt something reading this. Right. Um, okay, so let's move on to our pillars. Then we'll okay. talk about the character development, the realism, the smut, or not the smut, the chemistry, chemistry. and the witty banter. So let's start with let's start with the witty banter. That's gonna be hard because the the dialogue in this book is odd because she doesn't use it's told in third punctuation. Person. Yeah, it's also told in third person. Yeah, so I feel like that kind of changes mm-hmm. it a little. Again, like most of the stuff they talk about in this book has pretty serious undertones. It's not like a fun romance where like they're quippy and witty and like getting to know each other, right? Like. Eventually, Connell and Marianne come to know each other on a level that, like, nobody else knows them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, you can tell in their interactions that they have, like, this deep love and care for one another, even though at times it's more platonic than romantic. So I I wouldn't say really the banter's witty at all. I think they're both intelligent people, mm-hmm. but there's not really like snide remarks or like jokes or anything like that. It's a very heavy book. They also are both just very sensitive people. Yes. That like any, and this is like just a criticism of both of them, like any criticism that they got from any... Anything that wasn't praise for either mm-hmm. of them, they took that very personally deeply. and deeply. So, like, neither... And they both understood that about each other, so they never really poked fun at one another. Yeah. I... So, that being said, like, the dialogue is good, so I don't want to give it, like, no points, but it's not... It's not witty banter yeah. at all. So, I'll give it... with With this, like connotation right i'll give it like a two on witty banter just because the banter itself isn't witty but the dialogue is good you just can't like they are too hypercritical to take criticism Mm -hmm. well and there's no like happy fun conversations really so there's not any there's not an environment for witty banter if that makes sense we also don't get a lot of like their personal moments we get like the moments that mattered in their relationship so like there's no just like them hanging out on the couch laughing over the pop tart being eaten it's all just (laughs) it's all just like very serious like turning point conversations so it's told it's told in third person but it's also told over the course of several years and so sometimes there will be a pretty significant gap sometimes it'll be like back to back between a chapter Mm -hmm. but sometimes there will be a significant gap of like a couple months and we just pick up when Marianne and Connell meet back up again. I mean, this is really, like, it's told in third person, so we don't get, like, one-offs of them individually. They kind of just continuously meet back up together throughout their lives, and then we get a context for what's happened in the meantime. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that doesn't leave a lot of room for, like, building up their rapport in a sense in in the way that it needs to be done for witty banter because it's more of just like oh this serious thing has happened they're back together again now we're going to get a recap of what's happened in each of their lives over the last couple months yeah so i would say that i would probably give the witty banter also like 
I'd actually probably give it a one. Yeah. Just because it's really not a part of this story. It should be a one. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not because it's bad. It's just not a part of the story. The dialogue is good. It's just... Yeah. Yeah, that's not what this book is. Yeah. So. Okay, so let's talk about the character development. Oh, boy. Ugh. I mean... The character development in this book is not linear. Mm-hmm. It's very much like plateaus, peaks, downfalls. Like, it, I think in a lot of the books that we read, there's like one issue mm-hmm. that a character has and that they're trying to work through, one mm-hmm. holdup that's like a bar to the relationship. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not linear. There's not like one bar to their relationship. Really what it is, it's like... They're young people who have difficult lives just like all the rest of us. Um, And they're able to maintain some sort of relationship through that as they change as people. But there's no, like, one hill to get over. Um, And, like, I don't want to spoil the book, but, like, if the conflict was just them not being able to be together, it wouldn't be resolved, you know? So it's it's complex in a lot of ways. I think Connell struggles a lot with, like, his mental health later on in the book. Um, mm-hmm. Part of that has to do with the fact that, like, he was very well received as a young person. And then when he went off into the world, he struggled a lot more mm-hmm. relationally and, like, professionally. Um, and so I think part of his journey is just, like dealing with his depression and finding self-worth and like searching for things that make him happy Mm -hmm. um despite having a lack of resources and marianne she i mean her mother has called her a cold her whole life and like people don't like her then she kind of gets this newfound popularity as she goes into higher education that being said though i really enjoyed the character development Mm -hmm. Marianne just needs, like, she had to learn how to deal with, like, going from being nobody to being somebody and, like, what that does to your psyche. She also is kind of a doormat for a lot of people. Um, Learning how to, like, manage her relationship with her family, which isn't super healthy. Uh, They're difficult things to, like, get over. And I won't say they're, like, better or worse people at the end. I think they're just people who have, like, learned how to be alive like how to live with themselves like we all have to as we Mm -hmm. become adults and like figuring out the things you don't like about yourself and making changes if you can uh i but i thought that made it pretty impactful for Mm -hmm. me too so honestly i think i'm going to give the character development like a five they're very seriously flawed people yeah just like we all are but like oh god it's so real um and i think like the changes that happen in them make sense. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's, that's kind yeah, of what I'm thinking. I think that a five is good. I think they change a lot personally. Um, not so much together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they do change a lot between where they start yeah. in high school and where they end up at the well, I feel like later. that's the theme, too, yeah. right? It's like they're like the one constant in each other's lives. That's what the draw is. Mm-hmm. It's like the consistency. They're each other's rocks. Um, 
and so like yeah their relationship doesn't necessarily change it does in the sense that they change as people but it's something that they like always come back to right yeah i think a five is good um okay what do you think about their chemistry um i don't know because it's a lot different than like the romance books we read right Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily like like sparks are flying or like you're kicking your feet and giggling when they interact um but i do think then this just kind of goes back to the point i was just making that they're like consistent for each other they're Mm -hmm. each other's rocks i think there's a certain chemistry to that really what it feels like to me is just they're like (laughs) if maddie was a boy and like we had dated on and off again throughout our friendship like they 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 truly seem like really good friends like they're there for each other and like i know that they love each other they mention it throughout the book but honestly it doesn't feel like like a deep romantic love Mm -hmm. it's more of just like a consistency love Mm -hmm. and like I think it's that they continue to love and support each other despite like when they make mistakes or when they make like when they make a wrong choice or when they do something bad the other person is still always there for them um or like even if they have some other partner in their life they're there for in in different ways to try and support and uplift each other so there's a good chemistry in that sense, but it's not like a like a zinging romantic. Mm-hmm. It's not like a romance novel. No. So I would say I that makes me want to give it like a a, a low four. I think. Um, I don't know this book. Like I said earlier, this book's going to be really high on realism for me. Yeah. Which contributes to a lot of these other things, but it's not in terms of chemistry. It's not like. A romantic like, oh my chemistry. god, are they going to kiss? Yeah, right. no. I think so, too. They obviously care very deeply about one another, and I think that they kind of misconstrue... Construe... Mis... Um, I can't talk anymore. Misconstrue. Misconstrue um, what they think is a romantic love yeah. than, like, with, like, a real love. And, like, there's a lot, there's, like, different variations of love that I think a person can feel. Yeah. Even just in, like, one relationship in particular. Like, obviously, the love that I felt for Terry in 2017 is different than the love I feel for him now. And I think that that is just kind of, they never had, like, that love that I felt for Terry, like, in 2017. Their love has always been just, like, a very deep, personal. It feels like. I think a long time, like, in long-term relationships, I think it goes from being, like, very romantic and passionate mm-hmm. to, like, being more of, like, a companionship-type mm-hmm. love, which is really, like, where the longevity comes from. Mm-hmm. My thing with them is I think they just skipped the kind of romantic part and just went right into, like, the longevity, yeah. companionship-type love, which is almost where it feels more so of, like, a friendship than, like, a right. romance um but that just goes along with the fact that like they've always been dealing with very serious things and when they initially started off some sort of romantic relationship it was a secret Mm -hmm. um and so i don't think it allowed for the opportunity that a lot of like parts of romantic love that are very strong in the beginning i don't i don't feel like there was an opportunity for them to do that because they weren't like 
outwardly dating. Yeah. So they just skipped right to, like, the the other part. But, like, I, the, I mean, the, the initial part's important, too. Like, that chemistry and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's why it doesn't work in some senses. Maybe. Know. They're just pe- They're just normal people. <laughs> um, okay. Then, last but not least, what do you think of the realism? Did you give it a number for... Did I? I think I... For chemistry? Oh, maybe I didn't. I think a four. Okay. Um, Realism's a five for me. Like, I don't know. This... It's... Sometimes it's crazy to, like, compare books like this that we read to, like, things we never got over. (laughs) Like, the Twisted Love series where these... Right. There's these crazy subplots. Like, this... This is a book that's, like, true... It's fictional, obviously, but it's very much based in reality. It's very much like Emily Henry, Mm -hmm. right? Um, I like... We talked about, like, how the book is told earlier timeline-wise. I liked that timeline, right? Because, like, there are parts of the book where they'll have been together for, like, a couple months, and then they won't see each other again over the summer for, like, three months. Mm -hmm. And then we we start... We pick back up when they're back together again. Right. Um, And for, like this type of relationship that they have with each other i think that makes a lot of sense they're also dealing with like a lot of real stuff right like going from being really successful and popular academically to like struggling in higher education to find your place Mm -hmm. or going from being nobody and having like an established reputation to being able to like recreate yourself in college Mm -hmm. and what comes along with that how do you learn to like deal with this new type of life that you're living with this almost new person that you are and then like how do people who've consistently been in your life fit in all of that as you grow and change as as a person um i think it it's a really good depiction of like how people build love and trust with Mm -hmm. one another through living through difficult experiences together and just supporting people um and i think you know a lot of these romance stories that we read are very like whimsical they're not very realistic and that's kind of where some of the magic comes from this one almost like drags you down because i don't want to say drags you down but it's very much more in tune with like how relationships are Mm -hmm. like especially with someone who you feel so deeply connected to even though the circumstances don't necessarily make it so that it's appropriate for you to be together romantically like they know each other so deeply, but they have different things going on in their lives, and they're also not willing to, like, necessarily compromise on what they want out mm-hmm. of life for each other, and I feel like that's really realistic for, like, a lot of people. I don't know. This, I mean, I really enjoyed this book because of how realistic it was. It feels like you, like, you could be a part of their life, like, just yeah. somebody on their circle on the outside looking in Mm -hmm. watching all of this it feels like it could be your friends Mm -hmm. like living through this and so I think that's really what the draw was for me but I yeah realism I think is a five I think so too it's just so real you know and their emotions and their feelings and the things that they're dealing with they're you can like feel it coming off the page yeah yeah I was gonna say even there's a lot of stuff that I related to as Mm -hmm. well even the stuff that you can't relate to, though, you like it's really easy to mm-hmm. empathize mm-hmm. with what they're going through, even if you haven't personally like lived through it. Yeah, and I think that just speaks to like Sally Rooney's writing mm-hmm. in particular, but it definitely helps contribute to like making it feel 
Yeah. It's really hard to, I mean, the, I guess the, the best way to describe the feeling this book gives you is like melancholy. Yes. Because you feel like satisfied and not at the same time when you finish mm-hmm. it. That's exactly how I would describe it. Okay, so overall, what would you give the book on a scale of one to five? Um, I think a four. It was. It's a very good book. It's not in my like normal wheelhouse, right? Like I love whimsical, fun, hallmarky mm-hmm. romances. I like kicking my feet and giggling. <laughs> um, this one was like. But I would read this again, and I would read books like this, like mixed into my regular sort of reads mm-hmm. just to kind of mix things up a bit mm-hmm. I but like I I like feeling like happy walking away right. from a book most of the time I know a lot of people like prefer to read books like this that make you feel more this type of way mm-hmm. um but that being said it's really good it's just not what like I would normally be into which mm-hmm. is also fine because it's such a short book it's not like it's a huge detractor of my time right um do you know that um that have you seen silver linings playbook Mm-mm. do you know the meme like when he finishes the book and he gets up yeah he's like, what the fuck? that's yeah. how i felt when i, when I <laughs> okay that's how i this. felt when i finished this book too yeah. but like it's not it's not like an iron flame what right the it's more of just like i don't know it makes you do some introspection yes it makes you think a little bit about yourself and about life and like the complexities of relationships which you don't normally do when you Mm -hmm. finish a romance novel so yeah yeah this book also i was telling courtney about it a little earlier um it reminds me a lot of the book people we meet on vacation Mm -hmm. um but i will say people we meet on vacation has a happier ending than this book does or like a more concise you know, less ambiguous ending. ending. Um, but it reminds, like, every time, t- while I was reading this, I was like, okay, and now I see why people who like Emily Henry also like Sally Rooney, mm-hmm. because they're very, like, these stories are very similar. I think, too, really, okay, what got me about the end of this book is I feel like we feel the same way that the characters do when the book mm-hmm. ends, right? Because it's kind of left up in the air. Connell's going to take an opportunity which means that he will not be physically close to Marianne, and normally when that mm-hmm. happens, they aren't together, mm-hmm. right? They'll date other people and stuff. And so, like, but but it's not, like, the death knell in their right. relationship. They leave, Sally Rooney leaves it open. There's no, like, sequel either, right? Mm-mm. It's just left to ponder. But, like, that's how we feel as readers, too. Like, maybe they'll get back together, maybe they won't. And I feel like that's how Marianne and Connell feel in that moment, too. Mm-hmm. Like maybe we'll find our way back to each other mm-hmm. and it'll be great or maybe we won't and we'll still have like this great friendship and companionship yeah and i think that is just like a really high level of mastery to like making your like making your readers feel that way because i feel like we felt the same way that they like i feel like that's just such a hard thing to do but yeah. it's done so well yeah um, yeah, the last line is that I'll be, I'll still be here waiting for you or something like mm-hmm. that. But yeah. Damn. <sighs> Heavy. Yeah, I give it a four too, though. I don't remember if I said that or not, but I, 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 yeah. <laughs> I gave it a four as well. Because, uh, like, I liked it. I will say that there are parts of it that were just kind of, like, boring. That's life too, though. You know? Yeah. So...
And again, it's a short book. Like if this mm-hmm. was 500 pages and there was that much, I would be like, ugh. I was making, making myself, jo- I was joking with myself earlier when I was reading this. And when they finally get together in college for the first time, I was like, oh, it's, I'm so glad the book ended there. <laughs> Self-care. Right here. Page 46. <laughs> Just close. I'm like, ah, thank you. I'm so glad the book is over. I'm like, what more could they possibly say in the rest of this book? Second chance romance. Boom. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to move on to the spoilers slash discussion section of this episode. So if you have not read the book and you want to, and you should, um, we'll see you later. If you want to know what we're going to talk about, just stay and hang out for a little bit. Okay. Uh, my first question. Which character do you relate most to? Hmm. Probably, honestly, probably, like, I, there's parts of Connell and Marianne that I relate to, Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. I, I think academically in particular, too, like, uh, Connell's, like, very smart, but he's also, like, pretty critical of himself. And, like, his abilities, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he wants to be a writer, but then he kind of, like, jokes about it. Mm-hmm. That's how I felt for a long time, like, kind of chasing my academic dreams. And I feel like when you have potential, like, as a young person, there's a lot of pressure that's put on you. Maybe justifiably so from, like, your parents and the people around you who mm-hmm. want you to succeed. But that can be a lot of pressure, and it can, like, really mess with your mental health, like... Mm-hmm. I know, I've had imposter syndrome a lot of times throughout higher academia, especially in law school. Like, you meet a lot of people who are like, wow, you are 10 times smarter than I will ever be, no matter mm-hmm. how hard I try. Um, and it's really like a humbling moment, I think, for a lot of people. And it can really, if you're not mentally sound, like, mess with your perception of yourself. Mm-hmm. And Connell, throughout the book, like, he kind of struggles with his perception of himself mentally. Marianne tells him all the time that he's brilliant, mm-hmm. right? And he is very smart. Um, but he struggles a lot with, like, depression. And I don't deal with that on, like, a super heavy level, at least not now. But, like, there's times where that the doubt has creeped in, mm-hmm. like, where I don't days where I don't want to continue to get up out of bed mm-hmm. and go to work and go to class and go to school every single day. Like, it's just a slog. And so I definitely related to that. I think, too, like, I relate to... Par- and, like, we grew up, like, low-income, mm-hmm. too. So sometimes seeing the disparity between... Um, in the book between, like, lower-income people and higher-income people in academia, like, that's something that I've felt a lot of the time, mm-hmm. right? Like, talking to people who don't have any student loans at all and we're in the same school and like maybe I'm getting better grades than them or something but it just it feels like you're so other Mm -hmm. right and then there's people who will be walking around school with like Prada bags and stuff and I'm like check out my Target purse (laughs) um and that's not to say like I'm not happy for what I have but like it it definitely you could feel the disparity Mm -hmm. here in this book between the way people view and treat Connell uh especially going for like high school to college now I relate a little bit more to like Marianne in the sense that like I didn't have the best time in high school Mm -hmm. like I felt like I don't know in high school I felt like I was always kind of like just on the outer circle of popular people Mm -hmm. like all of my friends ran with like the popular crowd or whatever but I wasn't necessarily like in it if Mm -hmm. that makes sense 
and like there was just a lot of things in high school that happened that I did or that happened to me that were like really embarrassing that I felt like I couldn't escape and then I got to go to college and I felt like I could recreate my se- mm-hmm. myself in a sense um, and we kind of see that with Marianne right she had like a really pretty awful time in high school like I, it wasn't that bad for me like but no, <laughs> nobody liked her they all called her ugly like <laughs> we did not do that <laughs> in high school <laughs> um but like she went to college and she kind of like found her stride she found a group of people who like liked her she felt more cool and like I can definitely relate to that and I've gone through like different phases mm-hmm. of that throughout schooling like the way I felt in undergrad, I felt like I could recreate myself again too when I went into high, like into my law degree. Mm-hmm. And then there's still people like remnants from my old life, like you. But like you've kind of been with me. That's why I compared us. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of have been with me on this journey. Like we are both very different people now than we were when we were 17. We're, right. We're the same in a lot of regards too. But um, but I think I probably relate mostly to Connell with mm-hmm. where I'm at now. I don't know. It's, it's hard. How about you? Um, I think that I relate mostly to Connell like pretty he- I think I relate pretty heavily with Connell. Um, it was just like I don't know feeling very seen by the way that he felt feels about pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I relate to Marianne because she's got a brother who just absolutely torments yeah. her and so That's do true. as did i um and not feeling like that support from like your family yeah when, especially when it comes sure. to being tormented by your sibling like that that is something else i really really relate to um but for marianne i found I, like i think for well actually i think for both of them i think it just depends on when you read the book also that you mm-hmm. can relate to one character more than the other yeah so, like, it just has to do with, like, what you're personally going through at the time, I think. Um, I wasn't popular popular in school, but I was definitely, like, not... It, it's it's also difficult because I was in a, a, a relationship for a really long time in high school until my junior... The end of my junior year of high school, I was with the same person from 8th grade till then. Um, so, that's a, a really long time to be in a relationship with yeah. And when we broke up, I started like seeing somebody else and like doing other things and trying new things that I had never really tried before because I was in a relationship the entire time and I had the friends I had made over the years were more the popular kids and I had made them because I had known them in middle school before they were the popular kids at high school so like I was cool in high school um and then I went to college and I just wasn't. And I had a, I had a really hard time adjusting in college, uh, just in general. Um, so, like, I relate a lot to the way Connell feels and, like, the self-doubt and, like, the consistent, like, having, like, big dreams but not knowing if I'm good enough to chase them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I feel like I relate a lot to Connell. That's, like, his... Yeah. That's, like, his... Thing. Marianne's is a lot of like self-hate and like personal like physical like your actual being hate and it comes from a long period of time of her being told that she's not good enough by everybody Everyone around her yeah and so she 
grows up and she meets new people and these new people think that she's interesting and pretty and great and she's really enjoying yeah. that. She's willing to hack off pieces of herself for him because yeah. she's just felt so terrible about herself for so long. Yeah. So she's like willing to kind of change the situations to get what she wants. Not like bad what she wants, but like she just wants people to want her. To want her, yeah. yeah. Well, I think the... As much, I do like Marianne, but there's parts of her that, like, really upset me. Like, I think in some ways she can be kind of selfish. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's it's kind of a catch-22. So she, she has felt so, like, worthless, I think, for so long that when she gets to college, the first people to give her, like, an ounce of attention or, like, interest aren't necessarily the best people. Like, she has this really awful friend who's constantly, like, undermining her and saying awful things about her in front of other people and to her face. And Marianne just kind of takes it because she's, like, finally, I'm being, like, I have people who care about me. Mm-hmm. And, like, even the men that she chooses to, like, entertain throughout the book, it just feels like they're people who found her interesting and she was so deprived of that for so long that she's mm-hmm. willing to compromise and mold herself into whoever they want her to be. But then in a lot of ways, like I think with Connell in particular, Marianne can be kind of like, I think selfish. Mm-hmm. They both are to an extent. Like there's certain parts of the books where the book where like maybe if they had gone their separate ways, it would have been best for both of them. It would have caused them a lot less like auxiliary harm mm-hmm. from other people. But the consistency is really hard to let go of Mm -hmm. but yeah I don't I and like as much as I have self-doubt sometimes it's never gone to like the level of self-hatred that Marianne has for herself yeah like she truly I mean because she's getting it from her mom or brother people in high school called her ugly like they Mm -hmm. would make fun of her for hanging out with Connell and then like she finally feels like she belongs somewhere but it's a toxic environment and like I don't know, even on my worst days, I don't hate myself that much. And, like, I'm sure there's people that do. Like, I definitely resonate with the, self, the self-doubt that, like, Connell has. Mm-hmm. And, like, everybody gets insecure. But, like, that's kind of where the coldness in Marianne comes from, too, mm-hmm. though. I think it's, she's just afraid to show emotion because, like, people will capitalize on it and hurt her. And so it's a catch-22 of, like, are you cold and do you keep them out? Mm-hmm and just mold into whoever they want you to be Mm -hmm. or do you let them in and allow them to hurt you again right lots of complex issues as she starts to develop later on in the book trigger warning she likes it when one of her boyfriends like hurts her Mm -hmm. when they're doing risque acts and connell's like whoa um and she asks him to do it and he's like "I, i can't do that to you yeah and like I think it's because she got like a sense of validation from that like she's making someone happy even if it hurts her mm-hmm. and so she got like kind of a thrill from that and it actually causes problems in her and Connell's relationship when they're trying to like start things off again because he's known her for so long and he cares so deeply about her that like he won't even hurt her if it's what she wants mm-hmm. but I don't necessarily even think it's what she wants I think yeah. she's just been conditioned to think that like that's where her value lies is in providing enjoyment for other people Mm -hmm. yeah that was my only question i had my only book club question book club question i'm trying to think too there marianne has like this habit of picking like really bad partners too Mm -hmm. and connell picks women who are like 
not the worst. Mm-hmm. I think that goes down to like their perceptions of themselves too. Like mm-hmm. as, as much of Dallas as Connell has, he's still. I don't know. He also like picks women who kind of look like Mary. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. <laughs> they mentioned that a couple times throughout the book, but. In the end, um, they're together for, what, like a couple months? Mm-hmm. Railsies. Uh, I think maybe this will be it. And then Connell applies to a program in New York right. that he doesn't tell Marianne about. And he gets in. And she tells him that he should go. And that she'll be there waiting for him if he ever comes back. After all of that. I told Kate that I think they should both move to New York. And then they'll meet Joe Goldberg, and Joe Goldberg will kill them both. Interesting plot twist. Because Marianne is the kind of girl that Joe Goldberg would fall in love with. She reminds me a lot of Beck from you. Yeah. I don't know. I I felt sad for Marianne a lot of in mm-hmm. a lot of parts of the book, and like I don't know. I think Connell Connell hurt her in the beginning because mm-hmm. he didn't want to like date her publicly, but he was just a kid. Right. And, like, he makes up for it tenfold, I think, throughout their continuing relationship. It's mm-hmm. just very, like, real and raw. But mm-hmm. I, we're going to watch the show. I'm not going to be able to help myself but think about Phoebe Bridgers. The <laughs> whole time, I'm just going to think about her. There's a line in here that's, like, he's arguing. He, he, so one of their classmates die, and they go mm-hmm. to the funeral. Connell brings his girlfriend, Helen, and who's not a bad person by yeah. the way by all accounts yeah. she's pretty mm-hmm. solid yeah um and marianne is there and they helen and connell get into a fight afterwards where connell says something or mary or uh, helen says like you were staring at marianne or you were staring at another woman the entire time we were there and he goes i was not staring at her and she goes yes you were and then all i could think of was Phoebe Bridgers smiling at, at Paul Mascal. Mascal? Mascal? Paul Mascal. Mas- I don't know how to say it. Whatever. Whatever. So, at him while Daisy Edgar, Edgar Jones. Jones. I think, yeah. I think Somewhere I wanted to say her, I wanted to say Daisy Jones, but I was like. <laughs> they asked for the Edgar. Yeah. For, so Daisy Edgar who. Jones is in front of him and he's very clearly looking at her. And everybody's like, no, no, no. He's looking at the cameras that were, like, above her. I'm like, mm. I want to read uh, Normal People, which is another one of her books. This is Normal People. Or not Normal People. Um, Conversations with Friends. Mm. That one is the one that has Taylor Swift's ex-boyfriend as, like, the character in it. Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't know if the show... I think the show has come out. I don't remember if that one has come out yet or not. I'm not sure. But I know for a fact this one has because yeah. I've, of course, seen... The aud- I've heard the I've heard the audios on TikTok. I would never pretend not to know you, Connell. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's about it. Mm. I think. Yep. Mm. Super easy book book club today. So that's our first first one of the year. Normal people. First one of the year. I'm hoping that this is going to be a good indicator of the books we will read this year because we're we're planning something that will come out probably next week or the week after and. It was rough. It was a rough it year putting it. Like it was just a rough year of reading. So we read some of the most mid books oh, I've ever read in my so life. So many mid books. A handful of terrible bad ones. A handful of really excellent good ones too. I but. guess so is life. But like, 
Lots of threes. Lots and lots of threes. And like I read some really good books like on my own, like not for the podcast. But yeah. Hopefully this year will be better. Yeah. In many ways. Yep. Well, that concludes normal people. We will be on a Hunger Games binge for the next four weeks. So prepare yourselves. Start watching Um, the TikTok edits now. Yeah. Um, next week we'll be doing Hunger Games, then we'll do Catching Fire, Mockingjay, and Battle of Songbirds and Snakes, and then it'll be February. <laughs> yeah, we'll do some romance yep. stuff. We'll do some you know romance the for them, yep. Um, but if you have any book recommendations that are kind of similar to this, drop them drop down we'll below. Let us out. Let us know. We'll, we'll check them out. Um, if you want to know what we're doing when we're not here, or where you can also drop off some recommendations, we have a TikTok, an Instagram, and a Pinterest. You can go and find us on there at the Woody Banter Book Club. Uh, we have an Etsy store if you want to go buy some bookmarks, and that will be in the description below. If you are listening, thank, thank you. you. If you are watching, thanks. thank you. Um, but I think that's it. Uh, all that's left to say, I guess. Well, first of all, oh. welcome to the new year. Oh, yes. Because this episode will be dropped Jan 1, baby. January 1st. That's right. No rest for the wicked. Yeah, uh. we're super hungover right now. No, I'm just kidding. It's it is the thirtieth right now. This is pre New Year's. Yeah, <laughs> we. I I don't think that we've talked about it very often, but we do record these like pretty far in advance. Like we're pretty yeah. much we have, we're done with catching fire already. Mm-hmm. Like we've already got the next few weeks. We're gonna be doing a lot of planning and prepping this year because. This year, somebody's taking the bar exam. Yeah. Well, somebody is a data analyst for politics, and this is also an election year. That's also so. true. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's a lot of work. Yeah, I mean, you got to think, too, it takes time for us to read the books mm-hmm. and then schedule a time to get together. Maddie has to edit the episodes before we drop them. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot that goes into. I wish we could just read and sit down, film, and drop it. But I know. our schedules just don't work for that. So, yeah, we're yeah. usually pretty far. <laughs> yeah. But... So, yeah, so, yeah, Happy New Year. If you have any book facts for the year, let us know. We do have pretty much everything planned out, I think, until April. That's still a good portion of the year, but, though, for you yeah. to yeah. drop your, your recs. Let us know what you want us to read this year. We're open to reading pretty much any fiction, do fantasy, not, or romance. Do not give us self-help books. We will not read them. <laughs> I do not need self-help. <laughs> give me one of these kinds of self-help yeah, yeah, yeah. books. I'll be self-destructive instead, just yeah. to spite you. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, I guess all that's that we have to say after that, I guess, is Happy New Year and Happy, happy Reading. reading. Okay. That one was good. That one was so succinct. <laughs>